What's up, what's up, bitches? It's your host, Leah. And co-host, Christian, for today's podcast. (laughs) Episode 11. This week, we watched lots of TV, but mainly, we really liked The Circle, the new season that's on Netflix, and the show Our Father was pretty interesting, too, that documentary about the doctor. Yep, definitely recommend The Circle. Very good show. Just wanted to uh, say thanks for listening oh, yeah. to today's episode. Thanks always. And leave a five-star kind review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, follow Leah and the podcast on all the socials. Do it to it. How would you describe the show, The Circle, to people who don't know what that is? Um, it's a game show um, with, like, regular people and um they basically create a like an online profile and they all try to become friends and get to know each other yeah and then um basically like whoever is like the most popular has the most friends and stuff like that um becomes an influencer and an influencer has like the power to like kick people out of the circle basically and then they're all competing for $100,000. Yeah. So. And they all live in the same building. They come up with their own, uh, like you said, profiles. Some people go in as themselves. Some people go in and play other people. They're catfishes. Yep. So that's an interesting element. But, yeah, new season, season five. Um, so that's a lighthearted watch. Our father is more of a serious listen or watch, whatever. Mm-hmm. This This... <laughs> was a very messed up documentary. Yeah. Basically, I won't ruin too much of the documentary, but it's about a doctor based out of Indiana who was known for a specific fertility treatment and getting good results. And women came to him, and ultimately the whole crux of the documentary is that he was later found out to be using his own sperm in those fertility treatments. So that's what the documentary is about. At the end of the documentary, they lay on you that there's 44 other doctors um, that have been found doing that. So I did some research onto some of them, and some of them are pretty crazy. I didn't tell you about it beforehand, so I can tell you now and you can and get your reaction. Mm. Yeah. So most of them are Dutch and in the Netherlands, first of all. Mm. Second of all, the one who was most notorious is Dr. Jan Carbot. And at least 49 children were his, but as many as 80 to 200 is, like, the real count. And they made a whole documentary on him in, like, the Dutch Netherlands, this doctor. That is interesting. They didn't specify, like, at the end of the documentary, they say, um, I forget what the number was, but, yeah, the, a lot more other doctors were guilty of doing this. And um, they didn't mention that they were in a different country, so I just assumed they were all from America, which is messed up. Yeah. Because then you could think that there's a lot of, like, incestual stuff going on. Right. And then that brings me to the next point. I was able to find one of the other things, and most recently it was Dr. Kim McMorris in Texas, and that was in 2019, that they found out that he was using his own sperm. 
So there was another person in Texas, but yeah, most of them were in the Netherlands. The other person was Dr. Joe Spike, who fathered at least 21 children. And the crazy thing is all of this happened between the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a big reason why they all got caught was because of those um, websites like 23andMe where you can put your DNA in. Yep. And um, yeah, so that's that's basically... These guys, like, got away with it for decades. So long. And then because of these new, like, uh, mm-hmm. websites where you can upload your DNA stuff. And um, find out who your relatives are. Yeah, they basically got caught because mm-hmm. of that, so. It's so crazy to even think about that. I'm not sure whether it's crazier from the standpoint of the parents, you know, finding out that it wasn't between the two of them, or if it's crazier for the kid, like the offspring, to find out, you know... Well, both are pretty traumatic. Yeah, both are traumatic. I think most of the parents now are kind of older, um, so they were like, I don't know, they had a different reaction to the kids that were finding out, because the kids now are like, you know, in their 40s or 50s, yeah. or, and so they were basically saying they always kind of felt like they were different from their family, and then, yeah, to come to find out that you were the yeah. offspring of some, like, devil doctor is a... Uh, a pretty tough, I mean, yeah. you know, that's a tough way to go. But, yeah, also, you know, the parent side of it, it's pretty shocking, especially for the husband to be like, wait, what? Like, Yeah, you... it's heartbreaking. Yeah, so. And demasculating all in one. Like, it's just, because you also can't have too much of reaction as that father because you don't want your child to feel like you don't love them just the same. So it's probably a lot of internal struggle going on i think the doctor was in indiana so yeah yeah dr don klein is who it's about and he's the one indian in indiana and the crazy thing too that the documentary brings up like christian was saying is that what you have to worry about is all the same people like the incestuous implications if people are in the same city and they don't know that they're related and they start dating you could end up marrying someone that you're biologically half literally like brothers with or something that's so crazy i've never thought about that side so yeah let us know if you watch either one of those both are highly recommended um totally different sides of the spectrum though again one's lighthearted, the other one's not yeah yeah definitely um i like the circle but that was a good documentary too yeah, so we're going to do something lighthearted. Christian, this is Christian's segment. It's New Jersey versus California man. So, yeah. Yeah. I love I'm an, this segment. So I went and found some articles before, and I'll read a few of them, and he can, you know, guess where they're from. And you guys can guess, too, as you're listening. Mm-hmm. The segments are fun. There's really no way to know any of these, but whatever. We'll still have fun with the process. So the first one is man arrested and charged after he ran over woman multiple times in road rage incident. Hmm. <laughs> um, that sounds, I mean, I would say it's California. This one's New Jersey. Hmm. And the article is so crazy because I read it and it says... That he was accused of running over the female victim who he had hit from behind. And basically, when she got out of her car to ask for his driver's license and stuff, instead he just hit her. Like, so he just plowed over her. Mm. 
and people saw him do it more than once, and he killed her. So I would imagine that she died, yeah. That's so crazy. Okay. Damn. Yeah. All right, 0 for 1. Next one is man arrested after biting, stabbing police dog. Man, that's tough. I know. Um, this one's a tough one. I don't know. Uh, California. It is. All right. Just yeah. lucky it, guess. Yeah. California people are crazy enough to do animal abuse stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's why I thought that he, the uh, road rage one was California, too. Yeah. Man arrested after threats to dictionary editors over definition of girl and female. Um, that sounds California. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that one was so egregious. This one was so recent, too. It was, like, last week. Yeah, that sounds like a very California thing, like, arguing about a... The pronouns. Definition, yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is a man with machete arrested after fight against... Machete. <laughs> I know, I said that kind of weird. Machete. Arrested after fight against man with beach chair. Causes injuries. Um, beach chair, uh, California. Surprisingly, this is New Jersey, too. Oh, okay. But the machete versus beach chair is a very interesting visual. <laughs> and yeah. the fact that it says causes injuries, like, uh, like from who? You know, the beach chair, or the machete. Mm-hmm. Only three? The, well, I had four. That uh, was four. Oh, that was four. Yeah. We oh, went, okay. Yeah, that was four. All right. Yeah, it's it's really hard because honestly, a lot of them are pretty fucked up. Like a lot of newsline articles about arrests when you type them in are like pretty like it's like fentanyl, pornography, like stuff like that. So I didn't choose any of those. Those are like this is that's every state. Like you could think Ohio, you know. Well, yeah. Um, whatever. I think they're all good. So yeah, and those matter. were and I tried to pick some fun ones too. Like not always so depressing. Yeah, those were good. Yeah. Let us know if you guys got any of those right as I was saying them out loud. Yeah, we should do a little drum roll next time so people can prepare themselves get mentally. A second answer, yeah. Which one was which one did you think was the craziest headline out of those four? Um, I guess the one where the girl died, that one. Yeah. Where she got ran over. That's probably the most uh, egregious one. Yeah. But the other ones were good too. It was in Elizabeth. Do you know where that is? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, I know where that is. Is it um, notorious for that kind of thing or no? Yeah, it's pretty ghetto. Not gonna lie. It's got some stuff going on. Yeah, I guess that that kind of <clears throat> makes more sense. It might be interesting if we have stories that are all New Jersey, and I give you a couple city options, and you guess where it happened. Like that could be a fun bit as That's well. That's hard for New Jersey. There's a lot of little towns. That's true. But if it was like Camden or, oh, yeah, you know, Trenton or, yeah, if I give you some options, mm. you might be able to pick yeah. them out. That could mm-hmm. be fun, too. Probably. So let's talk about the fucking Kardashians briefly. Let's talk about them. What do you think about the fact that Courtney is on wedding number three with Travis? I don't know. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't really follow the Kardashians super closely, so I guess I'll give you kind of um, the regular guy's perspective on it. Yeah. I thought that uh, they didn't want to have a big thing. I thought... Yeah. Like, because, you know, you watch the show, so I, I see parts of it sometimes. And right. I thought the whole thing was that uh, she didn't want to have, like, a big wedding, and they wanted to just do a real private thing, and... 
but I didn't even know that they had three weddings, but yeah, that's pretty excessive. And, um, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't really know. I don't really have any feelings on it. It's just, you know, I think the Kardashians or whatever, and they can do whatever they want. They have the money for three weddings. So whatever. That's cool. I'm going to look up where all the, all of them were. I know that one was in Vegas. One was in Portofino, Italy. Um, I don't know where their first one was. It might have just been like the courthouse or something. Mm. So in <clears throat> in terms of being low key, they were, I guess, like not very many people invited, but they still make a spectacle out of it, like in our lives to where we're seeing it, you know, and like like paparazzi are obviously there and like all of society is like looking to that. So it's definitely not low key, yeah, like how they were describing. Yeah. It's not intimate if everybody is watching. Yeah, I just think they're, I mean, and just talking about those two, I just think they're kind of a little little annoying. Um, yeah. Like, I know I texted you this one time, and I was like, they're kind of like that couple, like, that would, like, make out in the hallways at high school. Yes. It's just like, and like, I don't know, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of, like, PDA with those two. Yeah. Like, excessively. Yeah. And right in front of their, like... All of their families. Like, I was like, I wouldn't want to be her son. Like, I would feel, like, very embarrassed, like, to be her son just because, like, she's getting, like, made out with and, like, tongued, like, on TV. And, like, she's, like, old. Like, you know, she's not, like, some young girl anymore. Like, she's, like, pretty old now. So it's like, dude, grow up. Yeah, like, didn't you feel, I remember you saw parts of it. Wasn't it even kind of uncomfortable, the episode where they had sex in the office for their fertility treatment? Mm. Like, even <laughs> that was kind of awkward. Hopefully they got uh, the right sperm in there. I know. Oh, yeah, my no. God. Um, yeah, that was, that was weird. Um, <laughs> like, they just do the absolute most that they can as a couple, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, dude, uh, I don't know. I mean, and isn't this, like, surprising? Like, I'm not a huge rock fan, like, rock fan, so I don't really know. But, he, like, Travis Barker is, like, in Blink-182. He's supposed to be a cool dude. He's just a drummer. Like, isn't this, like, weird for him? Like, weird behavior? Uh, I doubt it. I mean, he's been in Hollywood for so long at this point. You know, Blink-182, like, was popular back in the day. I mean, they've been... At this point, he's just, like, a Hollywood figure, you know? And, like, Travis Barker, I remember growing up, would get, like, weird. Like, he'd, like, I feel like he, like, performed with, like, Lil Wayne and, like, like when he was doing his rock thing. So, like, Travis Barker's just been around so many different people. and That's true. I'm sure he's just he's just so Hollywood <laughs> out that it's it's probably, like, it, it makes a lot of sense for him to be with the Kardashian. I mean, he, he was, like everywhere growing up like he got used for so much shit and it would just be like because he's i don't i almost want to say he had a show at one point but maybe i'm wrong about that maybe he did i'm looking up who his um ex-wife is and now that i'm looking at it like she's just like a blonde courtney you know like she was an american model actress reality tv star um winner of miss new york for the usa pageant what show is she on reality tv star let's see Shanna Mokler. That's her name. Oh. Reality. Oh, she was on Big Brother. Mm. That's so interesting. There you go. So that's what that's what she went on. But um yeah. So it's I guess that with that being said, he does like the beauty pageant type they always say that though i've been seeing that on tiktok and shit you probably haven't because you don't go on that but people have been saying like the punk rock guys always end up going for like the popular girls in high school which is such a weird 
Like, you wouldn't expect that. But, like, they like the cool girls, and, like, the cool girls like them or whatever. Hmm. Proof in the pudding. Uh, look at MGK and Megan Fox, you know what I mean? Like, the hot girls like the fucking skinny dudes with the nails painted and whatever right now. I don't know about all that, but sure. Sure, a certain <laughs> market. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Not saying everybody does, but it's certainly in. Certainly. Okay, so the next segment was also Christian's idea. It's a draft of our best TV shows, but I'm going to let him briefly explain what that is because I didn't really know what a draft was. Okay, so a draft is like you choose like um, one at a time. Uh, for instance, we're talking about shows here, so like uh, whoever goes first is going to want to pick... Um, the show that they think is the best one and then that like wipes that show off the board so then the next person can't pick that show either so basically you're trying to pick like your favorite slash best shows you know from first to fifth or whatever and you kind of hope that the other person doesn't pick your show because that means then you can't pick it okay cool i feel like that's a good explanation so, who wants to start then? <clears throat> you can start. Okay. <clears throat> I know that you this won't even be on your list, but I'm going to... Well, s- that's not why you should pick it first, though. <clears throat> but, it, yeah, so I'm still going to pick it anyways. Okay. My first pick reigns true to me, and I'm going to say Sopranos is one of the mm. best television series of all time, and one. it's my number one pick. It's rewatchable. It's so... The plot... The characters it's great that's a good pick thank you i didn't even think about that but i i have watched sopranos and that is a good show yeah all right so for my number one pick i'm gonna take uh breaking bad damn it it's um one of the only shows i binge watched and um for that reason it sits pretty high on my list so that's a breaking really bad. good pick that's such a good pick. And if you haven't watched Breaking Bad already, watch it. We don't recommend Better Call Saul because we don't we haven't really watched it or gotten into it, but Breaking Bad was such a good show. Totally. I mean, that was yeah, that was a great <laughs> show and you can definitely binge it. So. Cinema. All right. My second pick is for The Office. Mm, that's another great pick. Yeah. That's my second pick, also for rewatchability and plot. So, Sopranos in the office so far for you? That's a pretty solid list. Yeah. Um, Okay, with my second overall pick, I'm going to be selecting Survivor. Oh, good pick. Um, Just long-lasting, been around forever. I used to watch it growing up with my parents. I still watch it now, like on Hulu and stuff. It's a great show. It is. And, um, yeah, just really easy to get into. Super good. 100%. So, I, I agree with that pick. I never watched that before, Christian, so he put me onto that show, and it is good. My third pick, you took. That's okay. Breaking Bad. <clears throat> I'm going to go with my backup, which is Game of Thrones, because it's such a great series. Sorry, minus the last season, kind of. That's kind of sucked. But everything else, it was so good. So, that's number three. 
Solid draft you have going so far, Leah. I have to say yours might be a little bit better than mine, but we move on here. <laughs> My third overall choice is going to be Entourage. It's Ooh. probably HBO's best show. Um, really, really good characters, really, really good plot. Uh, had a good amount of seasons. Um, What's it about? I don't. I actually didn't watch that. It's about an actor in Hollywood. Okay, cool. And his, and his, his is it like Mad Men or no? I don't know what Mad Men is. Okay. I think it's kind of the same vibe, but might be different. Cool. So that's your third pick, right? That is my third pick, Entourage, third choice. That was a good choice, too. I've heard about that show. Yeah, it's really good. Um, My fourth pick is going to have to go to Ozark. I've loved all seasons. You're a big fan mm-hmm. of that show. I really am. I, re- I really love it. And I even watched the director's cut, like, to watch, like, the after whatever. And it was and it was good, too. Like, I really loved that show. I like the actor in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mar- who plays Marty? Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. He's good. He's a good actor. Yes. Okay, for my fourth pick, I'm taking Family Guy. Wow. Um, Family Guy is a show that, you know, I grew up on. Super funny. Um, It was a toss-up between this and South Park, but I figured Family Guy, a little bit more people Mm -hmm. have probably seen it, so um, I'm giving it that edge over South Park. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. I didn't even think of animated. Oh, my God, it, like, opens a whole new realm. Um, I was really debating between Friends and Full House for my last pick, just because both are such good '90s shows. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. That's yeah. a really good pick, I think. And they, they they took it off Netflix, which is pits, but it's still on TV all the fucking time, and you can have it on as background noise. It's always gonna be one of those shows. For sure, that's a very solid. Very solid pick. That was your fifth pick or fourth? That was my fifth. That was my way. So then. you have, what is your what is your picks now? I had Sopranos. Number one overall. Yep. Then The Office. Then Game of Thrones. Then I did Ozark. And then I did Friends. That's a really really solid draft. Um, okay, I'm gonna round mine up with True Life, MTV's True Life. Oh. Um, I just remember watching that a bunch growing up, and I always thought it was a pretty good show. It was, like, always about um, people that had, like, weird quirks and stuff, or, like, I don't know, just, like, true life, like... Yeah. I'm going to look it up right now. True life, I'm addicted to eating clay or something like that. It was always just crazy stuff, and that was a big staple for me growing up, so true life. Oh my god, yeah, this is, like, sick. Fatal Dose, No Money, Mo Problem, Freaknik. Like, the episode names are really funny um, for it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I know that that probably doesn't mean anything to you. No, I don't think that's even how they, like, how the episodes were, like... Well, it's like, I'm a porn star. Yeah, that's it's yeah. true life, I'm a porn star. Yeah. True life something. It's true life... I Matthew's Murder. Yeah, I don't know about... 21 seasons. Maybe that's why. This is season one from 98. That's crazy. Yeah, 21 seasons. Yeah, it was... Yeah, True Life, I Am Celibate. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah, stuff like that. I might have to watch that. That's a good pick. Yeah, that was a good show, so... That is such a good pick. 
Um, randomly, I just saw that um, one episode. It was True Life. I'm the new kid in town. Do you remember that show that where they had the kids doing like manual labor? It was like kids camp and like a hundred kids like went to this camp and they weren't given any resources and they had to like figure it all out on their own. Do you remember that show? No. That was a very wild show. Huh. Yeah. I, I don't know why that show was allowed to be on. I think I also saw that recently on TikTok, someone talking about that, but that was a wild show. We'll have to get a positively uncensored Instagram post of our two drafts. Yes. And you guys can comment who had the better draft. A hundred percent. You guys can tell us what your guys' picks are, too. Yeah, if we, if we left any shows out that you guys think um, we should have put in our top fives. Yes, I should have mentioned. Comment on Instagram, comment on all your podcast apps. Yeah, everything. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, the Instagram, at Positively Uncensored. So let's end it with a Reddit question. I love these. I'm always looking for them. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give you one that I actually commented on and the OP replied to. The OP. Yes. The original poster. I didn't know what that meant until I Googled it. What do you got, Sour? Let's see. Would I be the asshole if I did not forgive my friend for telling me I'm lucky my parents died because I got to inherit their house? Tell my friend I'm lucky. No, would I be the asshole if I do not forgive my friend for her telling me I'm lucky my parents died because I got to inherit their house? Um, I'll give you a brief summary. I, I can't wrap my head around it. Uh, but the friend is the asshole. Yeah. Brief summary, 22-year-old females, 21-year-old friend, who's also a girl, told her that basically if if it means that she gets a house out of it, she was lucky that her parents passed away. Um, but why would the other person be the asshole? Because she's wondering if she would be an asshole for just ending the friendship over that. Like, she's, like, not really sure that she can forgive that comment like she's Mm. asking would i be the asshole to not forgive my friend even after she apologizes for making that comment um if i don't really forgive her gotcha no i mean i don't know i mean so her friend did apologize just to say like she said um because she told her friend back i'm not lucky i'd much rather have my parents back so her friend backpedaled apologized in person saying she wasn't thinking about what she was saying um, so, yeah, she apologized. Yeah, I mean, not the asshole. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe the asshole, the friend apologized, so. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, I can see either side. I commented and said, not the asshole, but given the apology, I would weigh the possibility of taking space for a while to let that comment not burn and reapproach talking slowly. I understand needing space and think you're valid and entitled to feeling hurt. It certainly puts a small dink in the relationship that wasn't there before. And then I said, I think sometimes people who are empathetic struggle with what to say to friends and try to find a silver lining, and that doesn't always land well and is something that a lot of people should work on. I think in your case, amends could still be made, though, since she seems to be self-aware that she word vomited something really offensive to you. And she said, thanks for your caring response. 
I, you might be I right. Was very caring. Yeah, she said you might be right, and I should try to focus on amends so I can get over her comment. I'll think carefully on what you have said and others. Thanks. Yeah, that was uh, very nice to say. I mean, um, right? Yeah, that was my opinion when I read it. That's a solid opinion, I think. Yeah, I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, if you don't want to be friends with somebody because of something they said, then you don't have to be. Right, but, you can't. Um, fa- you can't change how it lands to someone. But else. at the same time, somebody apologizes too. Then it's like, all right, well. Yeah, sometimes no people harm, don't no always foul. say. Yeah. Sometimes people laugh when they hear bad things. Like, you can tell someone, like, you know, like, my cousin died. And someone will, like, laugh in response because they truly don't... They feel so awkward well, that that's their reaction. Yeah, I don't think that's one of the situations. I think that was, like, um... I think it was time, trying to find the silver time lining. Past. Yeah, exactly. It, was, it wasn't like uh, they just found out her parents died. Like, I think it was, like, uh, yeah, like you said, I think she was trying to say something to kind of cheer her up. Right, but, and be positive. But at the same time, I think, it, yeah just came off uh kind of insensitive totally that's exactly how it came off it came off insensitive yeah let us know what you guys think would you end a friendship over a friend saying something insensitive or can you forgive comments like that yeah 100 percent. are you that type of person that can kind of get over things or do you right. take some time to to process and they're both 21 years old it's like have you guys never been around someone under alcohol yet like you know like People will probably say worse by accident. You know what I mean? So Oh, I'm sure they have. Exactly. So hopefully that quality doesn't stay for too long. But also everyone's entitled to their own opinion and processing things their own ways. For show, dude. For show. So that wraps it up. A little bit of a short episode for us. Short and sweet. Let us know what you guys think. We'll be back next week. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. To yeah. me, and yeah. thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah, <laughs> remember to subscribe, unsubscribe, uh, five star kind review, and um, follow Twitter and Instagram. A hundred percent. My Twitter is um, at that's one take, so you can follow that. At positively uncensored was way too long, um, so. Twitter characters limited that, but also follow the Instagram, like you said. Rate me five stars. Give a unsubscribe, support. resubscribe. Yeah, subscribe it up. Give me all the notifications. That's what I want to see. And catch us next week. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>